So if we can go straight into the next video, um, if that's okay, and then we'll have a look and see what she says next. Now, and I'm not saying this for all Islamic men or Muslim men, but is it possible um, that if men grow up learning what you just said and they go to countries where women aren't covered and the reason women are covered in their country is to avoid sexual violence, is it possible that that could increase the tendency towards sexual violence for women who aren't covered? So the main point of her question, as you all have heard, is basically when Muslim men come to countries where women aren't dressed modestly, will sexual violence towards women increase? Which is the main question. The main question she's asking It's a very common question. Um, and it all ties into this issue of in Muslim majority countries, most of the women dress modestly. And obviously in the Western countries, they don't anymore. It's a new thing, must say. It's a new thing, but they don't anymore. Um, Rizwana, what, what do, what's your take on that, on that kind of question? I mean, my first take on it is that, yes, Muslim women dress modestly. One of the reasons why we dress modestly is to... Um, bolster a peaceful society. Mm. It is not specifically to stop sexual violence from men because in a properly functioning Islamic society, um, both genders have a role to play. And the role of Muslim women is to cover their beauty such that... Um, in public. In, in public, yeah. exactly. Mm -hmm. Such that um, they don't, they don't um, exacerbate any kind of... Um, you know, anything on the male's behalf. So we know that men are visual creatures. They are, um, they have a different kind of um, source to their their sexual desires, etc. Mm -hmm. And Islam recognizes that. So the role of Muslim women is to cover, but men are actually um, exhorted and addressed first to, to primarily uphold their role, which is to lower their gaze and um, control um, their thoughts. So that is really clearly um, put forth in the Quran. So if we're saying that, um, you know, Muslim men are coming to these shores, um, if we are, if we're going to repeat this really racist dog whistle kind <laughs> of, um, you know, trope yeah. um, and say that, that, that um, immigrant men are coming and they're seeing um, undressed women. Well, the first responsibility is on those men. If we're talking mm -hmm. about if they're following Islam, um, true Islam to the letter, which is that they are meant to lower their gaze, control their thoughts um, and protect society in that way. That mm -hmm. is, that is the onus is on them. Um, that was the first thing yeah, that I thought absolutely. immediately. Yeah. yeah, no, that's fair. What about you, Nora? What do you think? Was there a particular take you thought on that? Which yeah, I think <laughs> I think it was just so oh. unfair how she put it forward. Mm, that yeah. she's she's just putting it like obviously we can see that the prevalence of rape has just increased in the last years. Yeah, and also it's, it's it could be the rape. It could be how rape is reported. It could be it could be that society hasn't actually really changed, but it's more of the woman reporting it that reporting the rape and the sexual assault or violence more but it's really unfair for these men that are actually trying to come and then establish their life to just say oh they are actually coming and just provoking certain yeah, but she's and she's also pointing the lens directly at these um, asylum seekers yes, and muslim exactly. men when there is an endemic problem with mm -hmm. sexual harassment and sexual violence that we can see um even in our schools um in mm -hmm. britain like there is a huge push to educate 
educate men on how to treat women, um, right? So if we look at mm. that and if we look at actually the um, violence that women receive um, is the same as it's ever been. The most risk a woman has is from someone she knows. It's yeah. not yes, from someone exactly. random coming to um, our shores. It yeah. is it is um, statistically proven that it is usually through a known partner. Yeah. Um, and and absolutely. That's, yeah, yeah, that's a fact. Yes, yeah, yes, absolutely. Yes, yes. And sexual violence is a problem globally wherever you go. So yeah. whether you go into Muslim-majority countries where Muslim women are covered up, there is still a problem with sexual violence there. Mm -hmm. There's still a, se a problem with sexual violence here um, where, you know, I, I actually had this as a comment under one of my videos quite a while ago where someone said, well, actually men are getting used to the fact that women don't dress as modestly and they're uncovered. So mm -hmm. surely the logic is that if they're more exposed to women who are uncovered, they'd get used to it. And so there'd be less sexual violence. But actually, I mean, you look in society, that's yeah. not the case it's because the sexual case. violence is still rampant here. Yes. And we've had a long, a long enough period of time for men to be used to women <laughs> being... <laughs> Uh, dress the way they are here um, and for them to get used to that and then therefore uh, sexual violence statistics to actually improve but that's not the case it's mm -hmm. still a problem here so it's and, yeah. in, in the whole world <laughs> that's, in the whole world yeah. exactly and then yeah. you can't say it's just a flow of immigrants or asylum seekers yeah. that is just ramping the numbers up like it's, it's very there's no put it into terms of research and actually just proving the numbers right there's nothing actually like solid to yes. prove and there's no correlation that we can put together yes mm. but it's a very convenient kind of narrative, <laughs> narrative to push yes. isn't yeah, it? it is especially yeah. one that's going to be um consumed very readily and happily yes. by yes. unfortunately yeah. a large segment of society absolutely um, so yeah i mean yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's quite an unfair point. Um, but I think the important point to take home actually is that that men and women have their role to play. And I know yes, Rizwana, exactly. you were saying yeah. that earlier, and I think that's extremely important because they, they do have their role to play. Mm -hmm. And I remember myself watching an interview. It was a Joe Rogan interview a while ago. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was talking about this issue about how um, men... Uh, men are you know the way they see women is different to how women see men yes. and how they're aroused or whatever it's very different um yeah. and I was quite surprised in a way like when I was listening to his interview he was just being very honest and his panelists were just being honest this is just how it is but women don't understand this mm. and I think obviously Islam being a a, a global uh, religion it's it's um it's for everybody and it's for every society and it's in our very nature and it's trying to address the fact that we don't live in a perfect world we're not perfect mm -hmm. and it's trying to allow us to live in as peaceful a society as possible yeah. but we both have to play a role in that both men and women mm -hmm. and our role as women is to try and um is to try and help our brothers our mm -hmm. male you know men in society to try and to tr to help them in mm -hmm. their you know, in their role in lowering their gaze and trying to help foster peace in society by uh, overall. And it's a fine balance to, to, to tread. Yeah. Um, and it, in this society, you could argue women dr don't dress as modestly and men 
can you know don't they don't lower their gaze in private or in public so pornography is a huge problem here mm-hmm. um, and in other societies there's more of an emphasis unfortunately on women playing their part and not so much the men playing their part and that is a yes. problem mm-hmm. but but islamically speaking if we're talking about islam islam emphasizes both roles yeah and I, yeah it even does it first mm-hmm. for the men yes. to actually lower yeah. their gaze and that does yeah and speaking to your point about um we are humans, none of us are perfect. Um, this is not to say that in any um, Islamic country in the world and you know Muslim society that there is no sexual harassment or violence because we can see that it's still there. Yeah. But does that, um, can we attribute that to Islam? No, we That's can't. We can attribute it to human weakness yes. and yeah. human error and also a misinterpretation of the way um, a man or a woman is meant to function in society. And Again, that just speaks back to nature and exactly, exactly yeah. yeah, of being realistic as yes. to human nature and how we behave in society. Yeah. Essentially, and I think yeah, I think that's what we we like most most of the things that we're covering today is just it's not Islam that we're actually arguing against. It's some people's behavior, some people's yeah. rea- like how they react, yeah. but. The Islam itself, it gives like in in this case, it actually tells the man how to behave, mm-hmm. tells the woman what how what role to play in the society. Mm-hmm. So if we do it this way, what Islam has actually asked us to do, then we would have all lived in peace, and there mm-hmm. wouldn't we wouldn't see any sexual violence. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, obviously we're human being, and yeah. then well, yeah, it can happen. Hopefully it would it would <laughs> hopefully really go down. Yes, yes, yes. But there, I mean, yeah, it's it is human nature, and Islam speaks to human nature, which is yes. I think a core yes, yes. tenant throughout all of the values. To be yes. honest. Yes.